Welcome to the Terry and Jesse show. Jesse's been on the road all week long. It's Lent. The guy, I don't think he has to do any specific penance other than he's on the road going through airports and cities. And I, I, I got to think, Jesse, without your faithful bride, uh, you would not be where you're at today. Um, I mean, Anita just keeps you, know, I mean, you don't know what city to go to. You just do whatever she tells you to do. Am I right or wrong on that? Yeah, Terry, my body's falling apart, but Anita just keeps me uh, plugged in. Like, yeah. okay, we're going here. We're going to evangelize here. We're going to evangelize here. Get ready for this show. So, now, yeah. now, right now, you're on Interstate 10. Right now. Aren't you on Interstate 10 going down to Tucson from Phoenix? No, I'm, I'm from Tucson. I'm going back to Phoenix from ah! Interstate 10. Yeah. I can never yeah. keep track of this guy. All right. Well, Jesse, today we've got some crazy topics that are going on, but we've got our good friend John Yep coming to talk about what happens on the 19th of March, St. Joseph's Feast Day. We talked a little bit about it yesterday. We'll talk more with John our, ourselves. We're also going to be talking about the Vatican permitting a first blessing at a homosexual wedding. What's that about? I mean, are you serious? Come on. Well, we'll talk about that. And we got other topics to cover, but I want to also, I, I really mean this. I, we, 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 we sometimes will be critical of our Holy Father when he has these things going on and Rightly so, Canon 2.12 tells us we let him know our needs. But I just got word that just recently he was hospitalized. He's 87 years old. I mean, a, a stubbed toe could be serious when you're 87. So he's got some right. issues. He's got doesn't have two lungs like the rest of us have. So we pray. And I, this, you know, my prayer is is that the Holy Father <clears throat> sees that his number one job is to confirm the flock in the faith through its what I call the perennial teachings of the church. That's my prayer from. I'm not even praying that his health gets better or worse or anything of like that because God's will will be done on his health. I'm praying right. that as the leader, the shepherd the of our, this huge flock that he's responsible for, to pray that he confirms us because if he doesn't confirm us in our faith, that's not looking good on his exit interview. So we need to pray for Pope Francis. Also, Jesse, uh, you're going to be in Tyler, Texas next weekend. This weekend. Uh, this weekend. So hey, can this we, we have a lot of listeners in Tyler. Yeah. Tell us where you're going to be. Yeah. Where are we going to be at, Anita? Where's the Terry's asking? Yeah. I, I, I'd have to look at my website. Okay, well, tell us. Go to the website, Pete. It's going to be at a hotel. In a hotel in Tyler, Texas. We got a lot of our listeners in Tyler. Please, if you can still check it out, Father yeah, Chad. Spiritual, yeah, spiritual Warfare Conference, myself. You know, uh, the, the water boy here, Dr. Dan Schneider, Kyle Clements, and Father awesome. Chad Ripperger awesome. will be there this weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Yeah. Well, and maybe we could get Father Chad to talk about that in next uh, next week or two on our on our Terry and Jesse show. Absolutely. But, and Jesse, um, I want to also... I'll make sure I plug him in, Terry. Yeah. I'll, I'll make sure. Oh, I that's him. awesome. That is awesome. And also, you know what else is kind of crazy, Jesse? This is an article, but it's, it's, it's interesting. Uh, homosexuals in heaven, homosexuals in hell. You see, we we want to give an objective view. We can have someone who has the same sex attraction. I know someone like that who's living a very holy life. You know why? Because he's chaste. Okay? He knows how to say no to himself. Just like Jesse, Terry, we are chaste to our wife. We have one wife, and we don't uh, have relations with any other woman because we are connected to our wives. And that's going to be one of the greatest things that are going to give us a blessing to get to heaven is how faithful we were in our daily duties with our family. Okay. Terry, Jesse, 
Yeah, I just want to mention the Spiritual Warfare Conference is going to be at the Texas Holiday Inn Convention Center uh, in Tyler, Texas. The Texas Holiday Inn Convention Center. It starts Friday, 4 to 8 p.m., and it goes all day Saturday. Spiritual Warfare Conference, Tyler, Texas, Texas Holiday Inn Convention Center. Awesome, awesome. All right, Jesse, well, do you have any... uh... Any uh, good to know files? If not, we'll get to the soul food of the gospel. Yeah, Terry, uh, 84% of voters say the border is a serious issue. Uh, yeah, not, not 100%. 84% of Americans. Uh, well, yeah, duh. Also, also, crime has dropped. Violent crime has dropped in Venezuela uh, considerably as a result of many of their immigrants leaving and coming to the U.S. Yeah, so it, Venezuela, Venezuela's violent crime has do- dropped significantly also terry now over the count continues under joe biden's watch over 400 catholic churches have been attacked since 2020 molotov cocktails vandalized firebomb disrupted ever since the overturning of roe versus wade and we see one of the biggest prominent attacks was the sacrilegious transgender activist funeral at saint patrick's cathedral uh, yep. Yeah, Terry. Uh, Crazy, Jess. Go ahead. All right, brother. Well, let's get the gospel. Oh, oh, oh yeah, go ahead. yeah. The gospel. Yeah, the gospel today. Yeah, I was also going to mention on Pope Francis' health. Yeah. He's missed two days of meetings due to his poor health. He's had to cancel meetings on uh, as, yep. as the last two days as a result of flu symptoms, yep. making it the second day in a week that he wasn't able to keep his engagements because of poor health. Well, his health is going Speak south. Lord, yeah. yeah. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Speak, Lord, your servants are listening. Amen. In Matthew chapter 20, verse 17 to 28. It says, as Jerusalem was going up, no, as Jesus was going up to Jerusalem, he took the 12 disciples aside by themselves and said to them on the way, behold, we are going up to Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. So he's going from, from the south to the north, and that's an uphill climb. From where he, that's about 100 miles. From Nazareth to Jerusalem, about 100 miles. And the Son of Man will be handed over to the chief priests and the scribes, and they will condemn him to death and hand him over to the Gentiles to be mocked and scourged and crucified be raised on the third day. Then the mother of the sons of Zebedee approached Jesus with her and wishing to ask him for something, he said to her, What do you wish? She answered him, Command that these two sons of mine sit one at your right and the other at your left in your kingdom. Jesus said in reply, you do not know what you're asking. Can you drink the chalice that I'm going to drink? They said to him, we can. He replied, my chalice, my chalice you will indeed drink, but to sit at my right and my left, this is not mine to give, but it is for those for whom it has been prepared by my father. When the 10 heard this, they became indignant as at the two brothers, but Jesus summoned them and said, you know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and the great ones make their authority known, make their authority over themselves. But it shall not, rather whoever wishes to be great among you shall be your servant, whoever wishes to be first among you shall be your slave. Just so the Son of Man did not come to be served, but but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is talking here to 12 apostles, two apostles, uh, James and John. 
their mom said, Lord, can these guys sit next to you when you in your kingdom to your right and to your left? Jesus is saying, well, yeah, they could, but they're going to have to drink the chalice. What's the chalice he's referring to? It is his passion and death. Just take a look at the Mel Gibson movie. That's what his chalice means. Can you drink this chalice? Can your sons drink this chalice? In fact, he, he said, you know what? Your sons are going to drink this chalice because they will die of one that didn't die of martyr's death, but the, uh, the other 11 did. And our Lord also says, he talks about the Pharisees and Pharisees of the Gentiles lord it over them, and the great ones make their authority over themselves. Reminds me of the Biden administration, Terry. Yeah, really. Uh, he's, not, he's, he's lording over the country. He's making his authority over us felt by putting his jackboot on our necks and pressing down on Catholics. This is called, in theology, it's called clericalism. Yeah. When a church leader does That's right, Jesse. We, we just lost you for a second. Are you there, Jess? Okay. So let's... Uh... Let's let's get the smartest guy in the room. Uh, right. Are you there, Jess? Can you hear? Can you hear us? Yeah. Okay, you're back. Yeah. Go ahead. Yes, I can hear you. You're, go yeah. ahead, Jess. Finish it. It's so, not the way he governed. Jesus Christ governed to give his life as a ransom for many. Amen. What does that mean? Jesus Christ is our kinsman redeemer. He's the big brother of the family, and Jesus Christ died for the rest of the family to make atonement some our sins to God the Father, because Jesus Christ paid a debt because we owe a debt to God the Father that we cannot pay and Jesus Christ ransomed us from debt <laughs> by his blood atonement on Calvary. Amen. Uh, Jesse, you and I eat from the same trough. I think of Scott Hahn every time you quote right. that because of we've all... Of course. I'm a, I'm a student. <laughs> Me too, bro. Hey, let's bring the smartest guy talking about being a student. Full Sheen ahead. Bishop Sheen. Here is what he says about peace of soul. He's got a whole book on it, but here's a short paragraph. He says... There is a world of difference between peace of mind and peace of soul. The peaceful soul does not seek now to live morally, but to live for God. Morality is only a byproduct of the union with him. Jesse, I want to just make a comment about that. We have people in the church who are followers of Christ. You know, they're bishops, screaming cardinals. I mean... Uh, yeah, lots of high officials who say that, you know, this is who we follow. But the morality that they're promoting isn't consistent with what Jesus Christ has always taught. And so I will just say this. My conundrum is why are you staying as a bishop or a priest when you don't believe in the perennial teachings of the church? Just a question because I want to pray that you come back because we got too many go-go's and not enough come-comes when we come back yes. we're gonna have john it's on talking to us about catholics for catholics about a major event coming up march 19th feast of saint joseph the patron of the universal church stay with us family we'll be back after a quick break Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse Show. We have John Yep for Catholics for Catholics with us. John, welcome, my friend. It's great to be here, Terry, man. Thanks for having us on. Are you kidding me? I, I say this about Catholics for Catholics. I am encourage our listeners to support what the work you're doing. 
And I want to give you an opportunity. We talked about this yesterday, but tell us exactly, before we get into the event, tell us exactly what Catholics for Catholics is all about so our listeners know that. We're filling a void. There is a silence in the public square of Catholics not being present. And we're just trying to, to uh, pick up the slack. Yeah. And because we need it, you know? Yep. Um, and, and the voice of Christ has got to be there. That belongs to him. And we got to be there, not just, in, especially in, a, in a, also in, a, in the political level, right? Yes. Our, we have to be a buttress of support to the good men and women, patriots out there who are fighting and they need to hear from us. So that's what, that's what we're all about. And tell us about the March 19th Feast of St. Joseph's event. What's going on with that? St. Joseph's Feast Day. So he's the one who's had something in the works uh, this whole time and been quiet about it. The uh, only problem is he didn't tell us till like the uh, last week where we basically we understood that we were going to have permission yeah. to have a special event at the House of the President of the United States, President Donald Trump, yes. former President Trump, right? Mm -hmm. So what we have in the works is called a Catholic prayer for trump it's march 19th in morlago uh we chose the feast day of saint joseph because he is the patron saint against world communism that was Pius XI. so many of our holy fathers have warned us about the the adamant of communism and uh and our blessed mother too at fatima right so we're we're gathering there catholics to be there with the president, if he, we're not sure if he's going to show up in person, he has personally been invited. It's not guaranteed, but it is his house, and we're going to be there to pray for him and surround him. You know, there's yeah. a clear decision right now on 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 where we need to vote as Catholics, right? So we want to we want to support that. Awesome. And Jesse, your thoughts about this because you're going to be there also. Yeah, John. There's a lot of excitement. People are. Uh, I'm getting a lot of uh, people are contacting me from all over the country. Hey, I'm signing up. I'm signing up. So I'm sending them to the CPC website. Mm -hmm. I'll be there. I'll be one of the uh, the welcoming committee, uh, myself and John. Uh, John, tell us a few of the people that are going to be there that, that we know that are going to be there, that are going to be giving some uh, some rousing talks to the Catholics. And that's part of the thing. It's like we, you know, the idea is we're going to we're going to present, we're going to pray, yes, but we're also going to show the Catholic world what issues are important to us. Like communism always traditionally comes after the family, the family and the kids, and right now. That is under attack. We see that through human trafficking. We see it through abortion. We see it through the whole transgender thing. And Catholics in ages past have stood in the gap and protected uh, the families of the kids from, from the onslaught of, of, of these demonic influences, right? So basically, we have speakers who are specialized in each of those issues, all right, that are going to talk about that. So, for instance, you got the Jim Caviezel speaking on, you know, uh, the human trafficking, how we need to put an end to that. You know, yep. uh, we, we have uh, other warriors out there and people have asked me, are they all Catholic speakers? <laughs> By and large, yes. But at the same time, people got to remember what Jesus Christ himself did in the gospel. There were times when he took pagans and said, this centurion has more faith then all the children of Israel, he highlighted there. Obviously, we're not saying all religions are equal. That's not what we're about. We, I, you know, that'd be, I wouldn't be a Catholic otherwise. No, it's the one true faith. It's the Eucharist. But we have to also look and say, these men inspire us. 
and we will invite them from the state if they're not Catholic to join, you know, to come home, right? But you might see that on our flyer, they're not all Catholics. By and large, they are, and it'll be a Catholic event, and we're, we're grateful to have this and grateful to have the, the excitement. Jesse, you nailed it. Holy mackerel, we've been nonstop off the phone. Word is spreading like wildfire. People are signing up. If, you're, if you want to come, you got to get your ticket fast uh, because this is, uh, you don't want to miss this. Right. And how can they do that, John? What website? C for C? Just go to C forc.com or just google catholics for catholics right on our front page and if by chance you can't you can't be there or you can't buy locate yet uh like jesse and terry can <laughs> what you can do is you can sign up yeah. to watch the video Good. online after the fact and also you know since this is a prayer thing we're doing a nine-day novena to yeah. saint joseph awesome. in the lead up well said john thank you for doing what you do at catholics for catholics and i want to also uh give you a plug for Bishop Joseph Strickland. You have a book on your website. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Bishop Strickland, before he was uh, removed, he he asked us if we would publish his uh, some of his pastoral letters mm-hmm. that uh, that that he has written. And we it was it was awesome because we were already thinking C for C. You know, we're we're activists, but activists with the brain. So yeah. we're going to be producing a lot of books and materials, right? That's in the Catholic style. So that was really our first book. And we'll always remember that C for C Catholics for Catholics published our first book with Bishop Strickland, and. You gotta watch. He's got a new letter coming out. It's the All Bishops. I think it's coming out tomorrow. So stay tuned for that one. Got it. Well, thank you for doing what you're doing, John. Anything else before we let you go? Yeah, let me ask you, John. Sure. You got to. We yeah. also have uh, Lieutenant <clears throat> Lieutenant Michael Flynn. He's going to be there. He's Catholic. Yeah. We got Jack Dusobic. He's going to be there. He's Catholic. Mm-hmm. Tim Beller is going to be there. He's a Mormon, but he's what I would call a man of goodwill. And you know what? If we surround this guy, he's going to become Catholic one of these days because he's surrounded by a lot of good people. And, and we need this guy on, our, on fully in our team because Amen. he's tracking in the right direction. He's a man of goodwill. We also got Roger Stone. Uh, is Roger Stone a Catholic or an evangelical? I don't know. No, he's evangelical, but he actually he's a okay. baptized Catholic. Wow. Okay. And uh-huh. I think that was, okay. this is so important, people. You know, we've got to, you know, we know that the, the president doesn't align perfectly in every single Catholic issue. We're not, we're not denying that, but we have to be there. This is the clear choice. So anyway, a lot of good people. And I, I, I'm, I'm, it's on the tip of my tongue. I just found out about another Catholic who's a rosary mat warrior. And people don't know this. He's done a lot of work, especially at the border. He may be coming. I have to call with him uh, later this afternoon. So people, the, the, they're coming home and it's going to be a great event. Great. John, yep. From Catholics, By the way, from Bishop, Bishop Strickland is, is totally supports this event. Oh, yeah. He endorses this event. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, Absolutely. John, I Absolutely. can't wait. Uh, this is, yeah. This is going to be good. We're going we're gonna to descend upon Mar-a-Lago on March 19th with Jesus in our heart, with rosaries in our hand, <laughs> and with, uh, with the Word of God on our lips. And uh, like you said, and everybody knows that, there is no other choice but Donald Trump. This guy, this guy is, is the most Catholic-friendly president we've ever had in the white house and the catholic that we do have in the right house is has persecuted the catholic church more than any other president that's just the facts and we need yeah we need to put the president the, donald trump who was the most catholic friendly president we've ever had in the history of our country in fact he spoke at the first uh, you know march for life in washington what other president has ever done that he's given us uh the you know, overturned Roe versus Wade. Yep. Other presidents Supreme have Court. talked about it. This guy promised and he did it. And we're going to go to his house and we're going to saturate that house in Mar-a-Lago with the, the uh, prayers of the rosary. And we're going to make sure 
that uh, the Blessed Virgin Mary puts her mantle around that property. Well said, yes. Absolutely, because Jesus will make America great again. Amen. We're going to bring him there that day. Amen. I love it. Right. I love it. Yeah. John, yep, thanks again for Catholics for Catholics on what you're doing in helping spread the gospel. And also, let's just be honest. Some people might say, well, wait a minute, aren't you guys you know, pushing President Trump? I mean, he's just a person. Yeah, let me just mention something. Jesus Christ is not running in the election for next November, okay? So we have to look at who's going to be the best person that we can right. put Absolutely. into office and move the football towards the first down, okay? That, that's, that's, yeah. it's, not, it's not a candidization. No. It's, it's just it's surrounding it, which is a big difference, right? And even saints have our centers too. Absolutely. So. And prayer is what we are doing. And I wish I could be there, but I have other duties here in my, in my place here. But I would encourage people to go to your website to sign up to be there in person or they can watch it at a later time. John, one more time on how they can do that. Your website, please. Go to the letter CFORC.com, CFORC.com or Google Catholics for Catholics. Good. Well, thanks for all you do. And we love collaborating with you. Keep up the good work, John. Thank you, guys. Talk later. God bless you. Bye-bye. Right, God bless Jesse, I know you're going to be there for this event. And again, um, there'll be people from all over the country coming. And I love the prayer aspect of this. That we're, I mean, has this ever happened before for a candidate? I know our Protestant brothers, I remember Rosie Greer praying over presidents as an as a evangelical Protestant minister. Has Catholics ever done this or is this a first? This is the first, Harry. And we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna bathe that property with Marian prayers. We're awesome. going to bathe that property uh, with, uh, again, with Catholic prayers, uh, hoping and praying to God, our Lord and Our Lady, that uh, this November we have a change of office because right now, Terry, we have a tyrant and he calls himself a Catholic. We have a Judas in office. He calls himself a Catholic. That's true. But he is persecuting Catholics. Just ask Mark Hauk, ask uh, Kyle Seraphine from the FBI, yeah. ask many other people, ask Jack Pazovic, whose house has been raided by the FBI, simply for being traditional Catholics, simply for praying in front of abortion clinics, simply for speaking out the truth like you and I. Who knows, Terry? You and I can get visited uh, uh, real soon as well <laughs> because uh, you and me, we're, we're probably on their list because yeah. uh, we, ju we speak the truth with charity. Well, what do you think of Bishop Strickland? Are you kidding me after his CPAC talk? Yeah, he must. He may get a little visit too. Yeah, wouldn't surprise me. Jesse, um, I want to encourage people. Also, the spiritual warfare conference has been sold out. People are calling us every day. Can I get a ticket? Yes, you can through watching it on streaming. Not after the event. After the event, you can still watch it. But we're going to have it so that while the event is going on, you don't miss a word. All you have to do, oh, good, do is good. go to. Uh, to the vmpr.org or virginmostpowerfulradio.org. Click on the sign me up to come to the uh, to be there for the Spiritual Warfare Conference through the, streaming on your phone or your computer so you don't miss it. There's plenty of room for that. Anywhere in the world you're going to be watching this event. Jesse will be there. Father Chad Ripperger. Bishop Strickland will be there. Yes, he'll be there. Even uh, um, both Kyle and, and Dan will be there. I mean, it's going to be a great event. And you won't want to miss it. Go to vmpr.org, click on the event for the Spiritual Warfare Conference, and sign up to get the streaming rights for that. Jesse, tell us a little bit about why uh, we do this every year, the Spiritual Warfare Conference. And also, talk about the videos you and Dan and Kyle 
we now are making available for people. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, Kyle, Dan Schneider, and myself, mm -hmm. we put out these videos yeah. teaching, teaching the proper traditional ancient method of healing and deliverance mm -hmm. because many Catholics have adopted Protestant models of healing and deliverance. And so through Liber Crystal, under the guidance of Father Chad Ripper, the greatest exorcist on planet Earth, we're trying to bring Catholics back to use Catholic principles and Catholic norms on healing and deliverance. We've got videos that we've produced. I think they're like 15. Yeah. And we're releasing, I think, one a week. That's right. CatholicRC.org. Yeah. Catholic they can purchase that. CatholicRC.org. You won't want to miss this. This is something that took over a year this to produce. Stuff, Gary. Yeah. Yeah, uh, this is high level stuff. This is what you would get three college units for, these type of lectures. Exactly. And, and, we're, and we're trying to build uh, the liberal crystal movement all over the country so that Catholics know how to protect themselves against the diabolical. Amen. Go to CatholicRC.org. Get your videos of spiritual warfare. You won't want to miss that. When we come back, it's hard to believe. Vatican permits first blessing at homosexual wedding? Are you kidding me? We need to pray hard for our leaders in our church, and we will. We'll make reparation for this one. Stay with us. We'll talk about that when we come back after a short break. Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse show. Jesse Romero with his faithful bride driving back from Phoenix or Tucson to Phoenix after power preaching out there. And this topic, it really troubles me, Jesse. Vatican permits first blessing at a homosexual wedding. Father Francisco Gordigliano blessed this Uruguayan television personality, 82-year-old Carlos Percival and his 47-year-old partner, Jimmy Castoya, at a party for 400 guests. The couple publicly advertised it as the first Catholic religion wedding in the world of its kind. Well, why would they get that impression, Jesse? <laughs> Did I lose you? Okay, I must have lost Jess. Well, the marriage of these folks, a well-known actor and comedian and director and theater producer, presenter, communicator, it was blessed on February 21st after the couple registered their civil union, February 19th, at the local registry. Now, here's the challenge. They're using... The Holy Father's document back in December 18th uh, saying that fiducio supplicants is the document that says we can do this. And so this is uh, just scandalous. He, he said, as you are both children of God, of course they're children of God. And if you will the good of the other, you'll tell them that they can't do this. Are you back, Jesse? Not yet. So... Uh, they said, you're children of God and have asked for a blessing from God, our Father. This is the priest talking to them. Father, why don't you ask these two people who are living in sin, objective sin, to repent and believe in the gospel? No, no, no. He says, it is with pleasure that we are present on the behalf of the church to ask that he bless you, Father Gardeliana declared in the presence of the homosexual couple. Are you back, Jesse? Yeah, Terry, can you hear me? Yeah, I just kind of set the stage, Jesse, for this scandal that took place in Rome. Uh, two uh, homosexual men who got uh, married uh, through the state uh, marriage and then is asking for a blessing. And the priest just said, 
that he's blessing you, the children, and that he it was an honor to bless you on behalf of the church. And I said that where is the repent and believe in the gospel? It, that's not there. Not, yeah. See, that's a Here, scandal. This is, this, is, this is breeding so much confusion in the Catholic Church. Yeah. And Victor, Cardinal Victor Fernandez, the uh, the cardinal, the prefect, who's the head yeah. of the CDF, the prefect of the DDF. Excuse yep. me. Yep. He should be he should be writing articles more for Playboy than he should be writing doctrinal oh statements. Oh my gosh! Because he knows how to write good. He knows how to write obviously, uh, racy novels. <laughs> uh, Harry, what, what's happening here? They knew this was going to happen. Oh yeah, this was this they, was planned. They, this this was called floating the balloon. You know, lobbing yeah. that softball. Sure. They'll say, this is the way we open the the church to homosexuality. The homosexual unions, the homosexual marriages. We have to lob a softball and say, "Okay, let's start by going to first base." Right. First base is we're going to just bless individuals who are homosexuals. We're not blessing the union. We're not blessing, you know, there's 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 civil marriage. No, 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 no. We're just blessing them individually because we're baptized Catholics and they're children of God. So they even had to. And fiducia supplicants, they admit in that document that they had to redefine the definition of blessing. (laughs) And and so doing all kinds of spiritual gymnastics right now, Terry, because they're under Pope Francis, because his time is short, they want to ram this through, Terry. They want to normalize homosexual marriage, just like they want to normalize, you know, Muslims are our brothers. Uh, you know, they want to normalize. Masons are our brothers. They want to rebuild the church, Terry. It's the whole Masonic mantra of build back better. They do not like the church yeah. pre-1965. They do not like the church that holds fast to the tradition and deposit of faith. That's the word that got Bishop Strickland thrown into slavery like St. Joseph in the Old Testament. It's the deposit of faith, the deposit of faith. Shut up, quit saying that, Bishop Strickland. That's what they told them. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is what's happening right now here in the Vatican. They do not want to hold to the deposit of faith. They believe that the faith can change, and they're now being, uh, they're saying things about Islam, about Freemasonry, and about homosexuality yeah. that the church has never taught. And I might add, Jesse, that it's a biblical worldview that the Catholic Church has. And I would, these are German theologians, they've said it, and I happen to agree with them. The supplicant, this fiducio supplicant, breaks with Scripture and pushes the church into a free fall. Listen to this and then see if you agree with me on this. His, the priest, he first placed his hands on the head of the gentleman, saying, Carlos, may God keep you and bless you and lead you along the path of peace and love and help you grow in dedication to your brothers and in love that you may have to give them. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. Jesse, I got to say this: this is a man that wants to practice sodomy. Okay, yeah. And you're giving him a blessing. Uh, I'm I'm sorry, Jesse. Uh, this is not just reprehensible. I really question whether the priest actually is living uh, a life of celibacy because you can't, in my opinion, you can't be blessing same-sex people. And saying that, oh yeah, it's okay, and living a celibate life. I just don't see the two uh, mixing. I I gotta believe that 
uh, they just don't buy a world biblical view to a point where it's affecting their own personal lives and the people who they meet. I don't think they separate the two. I think that this is indicative of corruption in the highest levels of the church. Now, I said it, and I'm basing it on what I see in front of me, Jesse. Terry, uh, servant of God, Father John Harden, rest in peace, pray for us. He said, quote, nothing blinds the intellect more than sexual moral sin. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. To me, many of these prelates in the Vatican, and we've been told by approved Marian apparitions, by the way, many of them are homosexuals. Yep, that's a fact. Many of them are, I can tell you the apparitions, our Lady of Good Success warned yeah. us about this. Yeah. Our, Our Lady of La Salette warned us about this. Uh, Our Lady of Akina Japan about sexual degenerates in the clergy. Who told us that the Mother of God, guess what? I believe in these approved married apparitions, okay? Father Gabriel Amores, rest in peace, he also said before he passed away, he said this, quote, The devil will try every trick to force man's body to become an occasion of sin. Makes sense. And and, 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 and Father Gabriel Amort, also before he passed away, he also said this, quote, the Vatican needs an exorcism. Yep. Now, now you see why. Sure, Jesse. And, 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 I'll, and I'll tell you why a lot of these prelates, Terry, tell me. they're pro-homos. We've, Terry, we even have them in the U.S. I mean, yep. LifeSite News did an article showing 14 pro-LGBT bishops right. in the U.S. Right. So we have that problem here in the U.S. It's not just in the Roman Curia. Yep. And, and, and St. Jerome, doctor of the church, he said, quote, it is rare to find a heretic that loves chastity. Yeah. I did, think that answers everything you need to know. I agree. And didn't St. Catherine of Siena say that the, that, uh, that the devils, when they are witnessing homosexual acts, they, it is so bad that even they have to turn away? Who, who said that, Jesse? God the Father this in the locution to St. Catherine of Siena. That's right. It's it. in her book yep. called The Dialogue, yep. The Dialogue with God the Father. Yeah. Yep. yep. All right. Also, just so you know, uh, there is an outcry, and it's, uh, people are questioning all this, and I think that the pushback needs to keep going. Um, a day after the service of this, the press statement said he had consulted the apostolic nuncio, okay, here in L in, in home, yeah. In other words, he talked to and said, he and said he said this in the article that responding to the gays couple request for a blessing, we were informed that the blessing had to be given since there was a document signed by the Pope. We're talking about uh, the fiducial supplicants, of December eighteenth of last year, signed by the Pope, and that we should proceed accordingly. The Archbishop said in a statement noting that he had expected the homosexual blessing, see they say gay, I'm gay, I'm happy, the homosexual blessing to receive extensive media coverage, and I understand that the media coverage of the situation may have hurt the sensitivity of some and may have confused others. Jesse, that's garbage, man. I wouldn't want to be that dude at his exit interview. Continue, Jess. Terry, they're all old men, too. These guys are close to seeing the Lord Jesus Christ. Their boss, the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Yes, and pray these for them. People, these people are in violation of the Sixth and Ninth Commandment. They're promoting it if they're not actively involved in it themselves. And Terry, Our Lady of Fatima told us, she warned us, most people that go to hell go to hell because of violating the Sixth 
six and nine commandments. I ask myself, don't these cardinals and bishops, don't they believe in the fathom of prophecies? No. Don't they believe in what Our Lady says? I, I, I mean, to, I say the word yeah. of St. Paul to them. Who has bewitched you, foolish Galatians? Yeah. Well said. And, and Jesse, we pray for these, our, our leaders in our church, because this couldn't go on without the leadership of Pope Francis and, and what he's done. And, and, you know, perception is reality for a lot of people. Yeah, the, there you go. That's the, the point. Yeah, because people see this as, well, the Catholic Church changing. It's really sad. And especially when we have people in the Vatican, uh, you know, saying that, yeah, sure, now we can do this. We can do that. It's not in a church. It's in a private chapel. They make all these excuses, but whatever happened to the gospel that says repent and believe in the gospel, that this is the Lenten season when we're supposed to be calling people back, myself included, just included, all of us, to repent yeah. of our sins and turn to Christ. And what are we telling people to do? I hate to say this. Are you ready? We're saying, you want to commit sodomy? I'll give you a blessing. I'm, I'm sorry, yeah. Jesse. Terry, uh, also, this couple, they're not good Catholics, okay? They're sodomites, number one. Number two, the bottom of the article said yeah. that earlier the couple declared that yeah. they had decided to tie the knot during the lunar year of the dragon yeah, at the right. suggestion of their astrologer friend, really? Ludovica yes. Suera, founder of the New Age Argentine Spiritual Foundation. They're New Agers. They're not even practicing Catholics. Yeah, I guess it doesn't matter to those folks in the Vatican, but I'll tell you when it's going to matter at their exit interview, and I pray that for their conversion, because that's what I'm going to do as a layman. Stay with us, family. we got one more thing. Homosexuality is in heaven, homosexuality is in hell. How's that work? Well, that's God's business, but we're going to talk about it. Stay with us. Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse Show. To join the conversation, call 888 888- Now, here's Terry and Jesse. All right, we're back. Jesse's on Interstate 10 going back home from a conference in Tucson, Arizona. Guy never stops. We're talking about homosexuals in heaven or homosexuals in hell. We're going to do a little summary about homosexuality and uh, homosexual unwanted attraction is not a sin. Yeah, of course, Jesse, you and I both know gentlemen who have a tendency for same-sex attraction, but they they just don't act on it. They don't. They're living a chaste life. There's a huge difference between somebody who says I'm a homosexual and I'm an active homosexual with over two or three hundred partners over the time of uh, lifetime, and I think it's a great thing. That's two separate cases. So let's get into homosexuality and what the church teaches on it, Jess does a good job, Professor Fred Nazar. Yeah, he does. He describes homosexuality. Yeah. That's homosexual, unwanted attraction. Right. Which is not a sin. It it can be healed. Right. Then he talks about the second word, homosexivity. Yes. That means homosexual self-consented desire, arousal, or sexual activity. That is a mortal sin. Of course. He says, Homosexuality implies the homosexual attraction, homo meaning same sex, thus including lesbian. Right, women. Attraction by itself is not a sin. A married heterosexual man could find another woman attractive without sinning. The problem is when he indulges in sexual desires with that other woman, thus committing a mortal mental sin. Sinful thoughts are easily identified by arousal, but the sin comes even before that in the heart. As our Lord says in Matthew 5, 27 and following, 
you have heard that it was said, you shall not commit adultery. Right. But I say to you, everyone who looks at a woman with lust has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your right eye causes you to sin, tear it out and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one of your members than to have your whole body thrown into Gehenna. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one of your members than to have your whole body go into Gehenna. So the latter, mm-hmm. says Professor Nasser, yes. applied, for example, to self-masturbation, which started as a homosexual act, typically tied to pornography or sexual fantasy. All mortal sins leading to eternal hell unless repenting before death. Amen. Remember, mortal sins, the sins crucify our Lord because supratemporally he paid up to the last drop of his blood for every single future sin. Homosexuality is not a physical disease. There's no homosexual gene, though some men and women are, are more effeminate, fragile, artistic, sentiment, sentimentally sensible, or lack testosterone and, and viral virtues that doesn't cause homosexuality. Right. Homosexuality is a disordered attraction due to a gender identity disorder, which could be treated even many times, even cured, for example, in Catholic organizations like Courage, an approved ministry of the Catholic Church that counsels men and women with same-sex attraction in living chaste lives in fellowship, truth, and love. Homosexuality can be cured, and this proves it's a disorder, a mental or spiritual ailment. Mm -hmm. Healing debunks the anti-scientific narrative of gender ideology, and that's why Amazon censors, you know, they censor conversion therapy books because they are effective. Terry, you want to pick it up? Yeah, and, and you know, Jesse, I do. And I will just say that this article is on our on Jesse Romero's website and also vmpr.org. But I just wanted to say that uh, in most cases, you say it's not the fault of the person, depending on the country. About 95% of homosexuals, are you ready for this, lack a relationship with their father. This is what we found in males in the dominant mother. This percentage is diminishing. The other 5% is perversion induced by pervert, sometimes childhood abuse. Uh, you know, and I say this, that that pornography is really the, the evil part of this issue with homosexuality and also uh, the evil in heterosexuals. I think that if we could get rid of homosexuals, if we get rid of, of, of uh, pornography, much of this would go away because people wouldn't be aroused as often as they are. Exactly. So that's my... So, Jess, here, here's my bottom line on this. It's a mortal sin as any sexual activity outside of marriage defined as heterosexual, lifelong, open to life, being married, natural marriage among non-baptized, supernatural marriage, valid sacraments among the baptized. Here, here's the bottom line. We're all called to chastity. The catechism in one of the paragraphs says that. We're all called to chastity. So when someone says to me, hey, wait a minute. I'm an active homosexual. You're you're heterosexual. Why can't I be active? Well, dude, I'm not active. I've given myself to my wife, one person, and and it's it's called the natural law of a husband and wife. What you're doing is unnatural, and the biblical view on this, you're this is a, a, a crime that calls from heaven, Jesse. So out of ch- charity, I'm I'm going to call my brothers and sisters who are living a same sex 
uh, you know, uh, lifestyle to repent and believe in the gospel because I have charity in my heart. And I don't think it's charity, Jesse, for any priest, bishop, or even the pope to tell these people, God loves them so much just the way you are. You don't. Who am I to judge? I think that's a false gospel. Go ahead, Jess. Yeah, and I like what Dr. Nestor writes here. He says, like abortion, yeah. sodomy is one of the few sins that cries out to heaven for vengeance. He does. Sodom and Gomorrah were annihilated by yep. God yep. due to rampant homosexuality, homosex. Also, it's clear that homosex abuse, even of virgins, and he's got an article there yeah. where he has the, the statistics. So he writes here, Dr. Nestor ends by saying, if you meet a homosexual, number one, don't judge. 95% is an injured child That's right. who needs spiritual and psychological healing. Terry, what's number two? You know, I don't have it in front of me, Jesse. Keep going. Okay. Number two, have mercy. Love the sinner. Hate the sin. Exactly. If you don't, cor- I got if it, you don't yeah. correct, mm-hmm. you hate the sinner and love the sin. If you don't apply for eternal correction, the sin falls on you. Homosexivity has a physical toll. Males have a life expectancy 20 years below average. Loss of grace means disgrace. It's not a lifestyle, but a death style. Number three. Number three. three, Ask why he or she doesn't have a good relationship to his or her father. When they are surprised that you know that, explain to them about the cures. Number four. Number four. Offer to pray together and the word of God about homosex. In other words, evangelize and catechize them, but you have to have a relationship with them in order to do so. And then this is really critical. Then, number five, the spiritual healing of confession. I've heard exorcists say the power of one good holy confession is so powerful for the soul. So let's play, pray yes. for all those yes. in mortal sin. And I might add, Jesse, especially the dying. Remember, we end every show praying for you know souls that go to hell because no one's there to pray and make sacrifices. So I think his last comment is about praying a Hail Mary for those folks. And I think that's a good thing to do. Let's, well, let's end the show. Let's today. do it, Jess. A Hail Mary for anybody mm-hmm. who has homosexual proclivities or they're yeah. wrestling with this demon of homosexuality. Yeah. And we also pray for the, for all the clergy mm-hmm. in the Roman Cure, the USCCB, that are wrestling with this demon of homosexuality. We'll say a, a Hail Mary for them right now. In the name of the Father, Father Son, Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Virgin most powerful, pray for us. Pray for, the, pray for us and pray for them. St. Joseph, terror of demons, pray, pray for, for us. us and pray for them. In the name of the Father, Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And Jesse, just to give a good plug, there's a new movie out starting right now, as of yesterday, on Our Lady of Guadalupe. Wonderful oh, movie. Yeah. yeah, I just want people to Google it because it's in our area. I'm going to try and see it later tonight. Uh, but I would encourage all of our listeners, not only that, Mother Cabrini, we talked about it. It's just really great to see more movies that are done on the saints or on holy people like uh, our Blessed Mother. Because let's be honest, Jesse, it's reaching a group of people that many times will never reach. So I want to really applaud the producers of these movies that really show people 
the supernatural aspect of our Catholic faith. And I thank them for that publicly. Jess, final thoughts. Yeah, absolutely, Terry. Yeah, and I want to thank also, Terry, uh, Angel Studios, yeah. because this is the perfect example of ecumenism. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't agree with everything Protestants teach or Mormons, oh. but I'll tell you what Angel Studios has become, Terry, in Hollywood. It's become a place where Catholics, Protestants, and Mormons, people of goodwill, people awesome. that love Jesus Christ, awesome. they're working together, Terry, and they're putting out films that promote virtue. Mother yep. Cabrini is a Catholic movie putting, being put out through Angel Studios, mm-hmm. run by Mormons and Protestants, but you know what? They're locking arms with us because they know the movie promotes goodness, beauty, and truth. Well said. Jesse, amen to that. And, and again, thanks for what you're doing uh, for, uh, this week on all your missionary travels with Anita. And uh, again, Jesse, how can people go to the March 19th event coming up in Florida for praying for Bishop for, uh, for uh, President uh, Trump's um, mission? Go ahead. Seedforseed.com. C-F-O-R-C.com. You can sign up and register and join myself, John Yap, and others at uh, the Mar Lago March 19th. We're going to pray at the property of Donald Trump. We're going to pray. We're going to storm that place for hours of prayer. Uh, The Holy Rosary, uh, the litanies of Loretto. Uh, We're going to invoke the Blessed Mother's mantle of powerful authority over this man so that he goes back to the White House and he defends our rights as Catholics like he did for four years and keeps us out of wars and uh, and brings the economy and gas prices to something normal <laughs> where people are not being fleeced. Yes, we're being fleeced by these prices, yep. this inflation, and we need somebody to help the little man, and that's, uh, that's Donald Trump, Terry. Amen. The last thing I want to say is Dr. Jordan Peterson has recently criticized the bishop. He said, hey, bishop, teach the Catholics to pick up their cross and follow <laughs> Jesus. Non-Catholics. Hey, quit preaching... Preaching a simple gospel, teach Catholics to pick up their cross and follow Jesus. This is Jordan Peterson of yeah. the USCCB. I love it. I love it. Non-Catholics telling us get back your eyes back on Jesus Christ. I love it because it's the truth. We need to keep our eyes on Jesus Christ. Jesse Romero, what state should we be living in, brother? Let's live in a state of sanctifying grace. Don't live in a state of moral sin. Become become holy or die trying. Amen. Amen. And don't forget. For praying, Our Lady of Fatima said souls are going to hell because no one is there to pray and make sacrifices. Can we pray for our leaders in our church and make reparation for these sacrileges that are going on? Certainly we can. Either that or you get mad. I'm not going to get mad. I'm going to get holy. Please join me in praying for Holy Mother, the church, with all the prayers, especially Mass and Rosary. I want to thank you for helping us promote the gospel of Jesus Christ. God bless you.